This is Elliot Asher welcoming you to Meditation and Beyond. And today we will talk about transcending very difficult emotions, challenging emotions. Recently I was asked the question uh, from a gentleman whose spouse was suffering uh, an illness that required some very serious surgery, and he wanted to know how to deal with the grief and the sadness and the anxiety uh, that arose with his anticipation of the surgery. He'd been a meditator for a bit, bit of time and was a little bit upset that his meditation wasn't helping him with this problem. I first explained that meditation is not a first aid treatment, something we build up and develop an instability over time, which increasingly allows us to deal with difficult and challenging circumstances. And so we shouldn't judge or, or in any way measure his capacity and his uh, effort to meditation by the most challenging situations that may arise. I began to uh, explain to him that the first thing when a difficult emotion comes up we must deal with is the fact that it takes us over. We begin to identify with it. We begin to become one with it. There's nobody else home. And it's very important that two things occur. First, that we don't resist the emotions that come up, however difficult they are. But not only do we not resist them, that we also uh, do not join them. We don't identify with them. We don't get taken over by them. So not resisting them has a particular uh, meaning. It means when we feel down, depressed, sad, anxious, fearful, we acknowledge that as human beings, we have these emotions. They're going to arise in our personal self. They're going to be there as superimpositions on top of the particular circumstance that's happening. So in this case, there was difficult surgery being faced. It has some risks involved in it. And those are the facts of the situation. When we emotionally add to it anxiety or fear or a sense of loss or struggle, these are superpositions of our mind. These are our ordinary day-to-day -day mind from its past experience, adding on to a drama, onto the actual facts of the situation, the actual surgery, and the issues related to that. So it's important to realize this distinction between a superimposed emotional reaction and the actual facts, as difficult they may be, of the circumstance uh, involved. Now, having done that, we don't resist these emotions. We accept them as part of our human nature, but we also don't identify with them. That is, we try to begin to develop a sense of distance, a space, a separation. So if somebody is telling me, as this gentleman was, that he's having anxiety, he's having some fear, and so on around this surgery, well, he's already being aware of it. Because who is it that knows that this, these emotions are being felt? So if one can comment upon them, the identification isn't there as tightly. So we say, who is it aware at this moment of those thoughts, those feelings, those circumstances? We want to tighten that awareness. We want to become more present, more uh, available to us. So we begin to watch as neutral way as we can. Aha, uh -huh, there is fear. 
there is anxiety. We care for it. We give it a sense of concern and sweetness and warmth that our ordinary self is going through this. But there's a difference between attending to, being aware of, observing, and being identified and lost in these emotions. So we try to strengthen the awareness by just stepping back more and more and noticing what are the nuances, what are the subtleties of this anxiety and fear? What does it remind me of from the past? And we begin to begin to be more in the awareness and less in the actual tight emotion. As we rest in the awareness, strengthen it, its spaciousness, its openness, its ability to observe. We're entering a state of being, awareness, observing, witnessing, that does not have any anxiety or fear or distress in it. So we're now standing back in a part of us that is free of the concerns and fears and the dramas of our ordinary self. And it is from this place that we begin to bring in a bit of meditation, a bit of softness, a bit of sweetness, a bit of kindness, more openness, more expansiveness. We also notice that the emotion, as you begin to observe it, begins to recede, begins to dissolve a bit, begins to drop back into the nature of the mind itself, into awareness. And from there, we have a very, very simple task of just increasing the sense of awareness and letting the emotions that come up as waves just drop off. Never resisting, always allowing them, okay, but they are not who I am. To facilitate this, I often suggest that the individual work with their breath, as we have done in meditation before, deep breath in, blow out the content of the mind, hold the breath, and when one is holding the breath, it's not possible for thoughts, feelings, emotions to arise. So hold the breath as long as you can. You repeat the deep breath in. Releasing breath outward, and the breath hold. A bunch of times, maybe several minutes, and that'll quiet down the mind and again increase the ability to be aware and to be separate from these emotions and not to be in the drama. All this will enable you to better address the facts and the circumstances of the situation because anxiety and fear and distress does not help. So being sympathetic, being compassionate, being understanding of the circumstances and what needs to be done is enhanced by moving away from the drama that is attached to it unnecessarily. Another exercise I sometimes suggest to give us some more distance is to turn the emotion, the anxiety, or the fear into an image, into a mental picture. Place that out in front of one's mind with one's eyes closed. Just begin to look at it. Watch the subtleties of the changing uh, subtleties of this image, this representation of the emotions. But don't let your mind wander from it. Just keep a focused attention onto this image. And if you do that, within a period of time, if you can maintain that focus, the image will begin to soften. There'll be more sweetness inside, greater awareness. You can let the image go, close your eyes, and rest in the awareness, in the peace of the moment, from which you can see all the facts and circumstances you need to see and the actions necessary to deal with them 
free of the emotions. Finally, these challenges teach us, and what they teach us is to go more deeply into our meditation, practice during the day, practice in our regular formal sessions, read, study, reflect. So the more we really can develop the inner stability, the more we will be able to easily deal with the great challenges and circumstances that come up in life. So they'll be absent the drama and we'll be more and more present. Struggles such as this is a good motivation to work harder. Remember, no one will go into a burning building without fire retardant gear. And going into difficult circumstances as an adult requires also a stable mind. So the more we work on this day to day, the more it will become a stable part of our life. Always remember who we are at the core of our being. We are not our thoughts, our images, our feelings. These come and these go. We are a deeper sense of self, expansive, one, unified, whole, a deep knowing, a deep presence, deep being, a deep awareness. And we must remember this at all times. Now let us begin practice. We begin with our breath. Take a deep breath in, blowing it out, blowing out all the content of mind with it. And we do a breath hold as long as it's comfortable to quiet the mind. Deep breath in. Hold. Do this for a number of cycles at your own pace, not at my pace, but we'll do it together. Remember, you can do this in the daytime with your eyes open for a few minutes. You can do this whenever your meditation gets out of control. This is the only method we use, but it will quiet the talkative mind. The key component is the breath hold. You can use it to this for as long as you wish. Could be one minute, two minutes, five minutes, ten minutes, until you feel the mind, the coarse noise of the mind really, really quieting. And then and I'll ask you now, return to normal breath. We try to use a breath that's slow, harmonious, peaceful, rhythmic which will also simulate the deep breathing exercise we just did. So quiet, normal breath. We're gonna just drop in 
to awareness, to presence, to being. The thing we must most remember at such times we meditate in this way is the relationship we have to any thoughts, feelings, images that may adventitiously arise. We recognize them as mental movements, kind of fabrications of the mind from memory or elsewhere. That wants to arise or appear in the mind can. It's an open back door, an open front door. Everything can go right out. And there is an old Zen proverb that says, have an open door, back door, an open front door, but don't serve tea. Don't attend to any of the thoughts, feelings that come in. Be kind, patient, allow them. Leave them alone and they'll dissolve on their own. In a short time, your mind will become naturally still. So it's this relationship to thoughts, feelings, and images in which we don't attach or push them away, we let them be without our attention, that in fact naturally stills the mind. Let's work with that for a few moments. Maintaining a sense of awareness, presence, beingness, whole body relaxed, mind relaxed. Allowing whatever appears in the mind to appear and dissolve on its own. No attention from us, but just an okayness. How you doing? See you soon. Relaxing the muscles, relaxing the mind, being simply present, okay, effortless, easeful. Fully aware, fully alert, open, spacious. Just resting in your natural state. This is who you naturally are. It's the foundation of your beingness. It's how we began life. Just with this open, spacious, present awareness. So it's an everless meditation, or we can call it a non-meditation because it's just being alive. Now you'll notice there's no sense of a personal identity there. This awareness, this meditation, is just present on its own. It has no name, no personality, no character. Just a natural openness. As a result, it has no past history. As a result of that, it also has no anxiety, no fear, no grief. It can notice those coming up in the personal self, but itself is pure awareness. It sees everything, knows everything, but does not contain within itself the residue of past experiences. There is a sense of well-being here.
That does not mean we do not deal with difficult circumstances. In fact, it means we approach them from a place of serenity, absence of drama, peacefulness, care, and effectiveness. So no suffering can arise in this natural self as long as we stay in it with stability can approach challenges in life from this place and very successfully deal with them. We can watch the dramas come and go without being overtaken from them. So just rest in the spaciousness, openness. If you need to extend it or deepen it, you could take a couple of death breath holds Though this is the essence of who you are. Now for a few moments, I would like you to imagine yourself in a movie theater, your own personal movie theater. And in that movie theater, in front of you, there is an open screen, nothing on it. And resting in your natural self, you're going to play a video of yourself experiencing the difficult circumstance that may be there for you now or that you can imagine and just observe from this place of a deeper self how you handle that, how you respond to it, how you bring your heart and your presence to it. So you're going to watch how you are in challenging circumstances coming from this more natural self. Allow the video to play. You may watch it a second time as well. And when it comes to an end, you can just quietly let the movie theater and the video go. Return to a quiet, still awareness meditation. And now, you can slowly open your eyes, bring the practice with you. We are going to end now, but you can continue this practice on your own.